0: Hey, Fairborn City Manager Rob here. I'm with Megan Howard, and this is Rumor Has It. We are on Episode 2, right, Megan? Yep. How many downloads did we get the first one? 158. So if you were one of the 158 people that listened to that, you heard a recap of kind of where we've been from January till now, uh, talked about the events we've had, the events we're going to have, we talked about a little bit of everything. So this week, we have a few topics I want to go over, uh, but the first question is, how are you? I'm good. Good. It's It's hot. It is hot. So as we record this, it's probably the hottest day we've had all year. Stay cool. Drink fluids. That's the number one thing we want to tell people.
1: My watch says it's ninety-one and it's
0: noon, ish. Right, right. So not uh, not pleasant out there, and it's humid. So it's not like it's a dry heat. So it's gross. Yeah, take uh, whatever precaution you need to to make sure you get hydrated and and don't uh, have any ill effects of the heat. No. Speaking of which, let's start with that. So. We actually have a couple things going on. People can take advantage of in the heat. Uh, one of the things is our splash pad opened up. What's what? uh yeah. do you want to talk about that?
1: So it's at Central Park, which is right by the YMCA. They're yeah. open 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. and it's free. Just come out, bathing suit, clothes, <laughs> whatever you got on. Run through it. Uh, no, but it's there's usually a lot of families there that. Just bring their kids and let them cool off. And the water is really, really cold if you've ever been there.
0: Yeah. And I wouldn't say whatever because we probably need to say clothes are required. Well,
1: yes. I mean, clothing uh, is required. Uh, Something is needed.
0: <laughs> you can't just come out there and do whatever you want. But, your
1: birthday suit? Probably right, not.
0: It, yeah. It, but it is a great water park. It's a great, uh, got some good things for kids. Yeah. The water is refreshing. Uh, and we we have a bit of a plumbing problem out there now, but the it's operational uh, the problem is that thing is we've had one of the first i think water parks or splash pads in the region yeah and so we've had that thing for a while and as you know anything like that tends to break down a bit kudos to our folks for doing a temporary patch that kind of keeps everything going because it hate for that to go down in the hottest part of the year to say
1: that the first like full week we've had 90 plus degrees and it of course it broke it go, goes down <laughs> yesterday <laughs> of course it broke.
0: but it's operational at least as we speak as we record this so yep. come on out to central park uh, also, if you're unable to do that, there are some other options for folks that if you want to get cool, um, there's several other things they could do. What are some of those things, Megan?
1: Uh, so they can always go to the Fairborn Library so you can get cool and learn at the same time. Right. It's always a good option.
0: The folks there are wonderful.
1: They are. They're amazing. Uh, so you can head to the library. You can go to the Air Force Museum, uh, right. which is also a free uh, op- opportunity. And you can spend most of the day in there and not be bored. Yes. It is a vast place of lots of learning, too. Right. Yeah. Um, we are opening our our police lobbies open, uh, and our government center uh, lobby is open. So they're welcome to come in and cool off for a little bit and sit in our lobby.
0: I know with the recent storms, we had a few people that were out of power for a time being. I think that's just a handful of folks now. But if you're one of those folks, and by the time you listen to this, if you're still having issues and it's still hot, our buildings are always open. Uh, the police department's open 24 hours, so... Right if you need to get in there anytime after five o'clock, the city building is open from eight to five. So you're welcome to come sit in the lobby. Uh, but you know, most uh, fire stations are open 24 hours. Yep. Those are a little bit difficult to test because if the folks are out, there's nobody there. Right. Uh, but we want you to, to do everything you can to stay safe and stay cool. Yep. So let's talk about some of the things we have coming up here. What are uh, some of the things that we're getting questions about almost daily? I wanna talk about one is electric aggregation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you've been following that, the Inflation has not only hit uh, goods and commodities, it's hit the electric industry as well. And some of our neighbors have adopted electric aggregation programs and have current contracts with providers that are uh, a lot lower than what the AES rate is going to be. Right. And so what we want to tell people is we, we adopted aggregation back in 2013. However, we did not enter into a contract with anyone. So if you're with AES, then your rate will increase, or uh, if it hasn't already, to what their new rate is. That being said, there are uh, programs out there that uh, some folks may qualify for. So um, it it behooves you to go to the Energy Choice uh, website through the Ohio uh, Public Utilities Commission and see what's out there. Uh, Green County has a program that some folks can qualify for. Uh, It's worth a phone call to see if that may be something that you can qualify for as well. And when the show notes, we'll put that phone number uh, in in the show notes if you want to put a call into that group. But as terms of aggregation, we've we have uh, engaged a consultant. They're going to go out and shop a rate for Fairborn residents, uh, and to see if we would qualify for something less than what the current rate is through AES. And what they're telling us is that now's not the best time to do that. Uh, we may not get a good rate. We may just sort of hold uh, and see if the bubble will burst. And so, six months from now, we may be able to go out and get a rate that's uh, very competitive. So, uh, unfortunately, we. You know, don't have something in place now for the majority majority of residents. Again, some of you may qualify for some of these other programs. It's worth a phone call to see if you do. uh, And we'll put a phone number in the show notes for you to go and and see if you can qualify for that. You know, it's one of those things I wish we had better news for you. Unfortunately, you know, aggregation, we were on the forefront of it when we adopted the first time. But back then, it wasn't necessary. The rates were low and they continue to stay low. And we just didn't have the need for it. And then by the time... Uh, that AES announced their program, we uh, were behind the uh, kind of behind the curve and not able to go ahead and get something in place. Yeah. So, unfortunately, and you know that kind of is what it is. And uh, I guess all we can say is sorry. sorry. <laughs> you know, there's know, not not a whole lot we can do from now.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know, both of both of us live in Fairborn, so we we understand we're dealing with it. Absolutely. As well,
0: so absolutely. Uh, what else? So we got some events coming up here. Uh, let's, let's talk about a couple of them. This uh, today as we speak, hopefully this will get published before then. Uh, but on Sunday, the 19th of June, we have uh, the city's first ever Juneteenth event.
1: Yeah. That'll be at uh, central park at two, starting at two o'clock and they didn't give an end time. So it's party all day. Right. Um, but there's going to be uh, some music, food trucks, uh, speakers and other activities just to celebrate Juneteenth. And, uh, what day of freedom that means for uh, our country. And that
0: that event is being put on in conjunction with the city, but primarily by our Diversity and Inclusion Committee, which is not an official committee of the city of Fairborne, but is a committee that has uh, come together, coalesced around uh, a couple of our city council members who have a passion for that and are taking on the task of putting some of these events together uh, to celebrate some of the uh, things that maybe we didn't celebrate in the past. And, right. I think are important to a large portion of our population. So uh, they've decided to put that together at Central Park, and it should be a great event. The weather's supposed to be not ungodly hot like it yeah, is today. The weekend supposed to be Should nice. be beautiful. So again, come out to Central Park at two o'clock on Sunday uh, for that Juneteenth event. The, there's no end time, I guess, as it won't last all day. But uh, if it's you know you got nothing else to do and want to come out and see a good event, yeah. it's it's supposed to be really great. That leads us into something else that's happening this weekend. We've got our garden club uh, affair. Is it called a garden affair?
1: I think so. So it's, it's a part of the Osborne Historic Garden Club. They do a garden tour that if you want to view some of the homes that have some incredible gardens downtown, uh, you can do that. Tickets are being sold at Holland flowers. um, So you can always go pick them up at Holland. And then afterwards there's kind of, there's a shift to the main uh, main street commons area. They're going to have something there as well. And Spark is actually going to host a garden affair uh, down there, and they're going to have a couple of the kitchen members producing incredible foods and all that good kind of stuff. So,
0: so definitely, if you I've seen some of these gardens from the street, and I've seen some of the work that has been going on these past several let's say month or so uh, to get these gardens prepared, and it's going to be spectacular. If you like that kind of thing, it's worth coming yeah. and taking a tour. And that money does not go to the city; that money goes to the garden club. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use it for Um, you know, whatever they do and and their events, it does in no way does the money go to the city at all. Uh, Our spark space does not get any money from that. They're not doing any revenue. Uh, So it'll be a good event that benefits this uh, local group that does some good things in the community.
1: Yeah, and I've recently started to do some gardening. And I I mean, I have a little tiny landscape garden, if it's even that compared (laughs) to some of these. I can't imagine how long it's taken some of these uh, home homeowners to do that. And right. I had no idea you could hurt that much after <laughs> a weekend of gardening, my goodness. So,
0: so maybe not next year you're on the garden tour, but maybe several years <laughs> seven, from now you'll yeah, be ready need, to go. I need to build
1: up the <laughs> endurance for that. So definitely uh, check out those gardens because the work that, that gets put into them, you're right, is incredible.
0: And just the historic nature of some of the homes where the gardens are located is really impressive. So. Uh, those folks do a great job of keeping that area maintained and like you said just the work that goes into that is uh i know i'm probably not cut out for that i (laughs) wouldn't be able to attend a very good garden so uh we're coming up close quickly is it's june 15th today uh coming up quickly to july 4th Uh, and so that that information is uh slowly trickling out for the block party on the third Mm -hmm. and the fourth parade you got anything to share about that megan
1: oh if you're still interested in being a, I think, block party vendor or parade participant, although I think the parade participant is close to being uh, closed, but we still have applications on the website, okay. just go to the events pay, events tab on the parks uh, webpage and scroll to the July 4th and you'll see the information there. Um, they are fillable PDFs, so you can fill it out on the webpage and then just download it and email it back to either the fourth of july committee or to us and we can get that where it needs to go we also put an event yesterday up on facebook just so people can hold the times and just the the information for the fourth of july
0: great and this will be i'm trying to think of the number of the annual 30 plus oh, years this yeah. has been going on i think in this this area so uh, even during covid they didn't have a full-blown parade the year that we canceled for covid i think a couple folks in the area, maybe Mike Foy and some and the sheriff at the time, <laughs> right. put together a parade that went through not just the yeah. typical parade route, but went through other parts of Fairborn. So, uh, kept the streak alive, and so yep. we've had a continuous parade for thirty—I think it's thirty-seven rings a bell—but it's thirty-plus mm-hmm. years, uh, and so it's it's a really good event. They put on a great great parade. Uh, if you like the Shriners, they're usually there in mm-hmm. full force, and that's a parade in and of itself. Uh, those folks do it's they have a lot of fun with the little. Indy cars cars and the bobbies (laughs) on the bikes. It's just a, it's great. So definitely wish, hope you can come out and and leave. If you don't come to the block party, at least come to the parade and see that spectacle.
1: And if you're somebody who watches standard definition television. Yes. Although if you're listening to this and you're watching standard definition, I would like to meet you. Right. Um, Right. (laughs) That might be pretty impressive. But uh, we are hosting it again. We are. We're the announcers. The parade, which was entertaining,
0: so it was a learning curve last <laughs> year. It was, and, and I'll say the parade went quicker than I thought it was going oh my to. Gosh, it was lightning <laughs> fast. But and now I think if if you maybe don't want to watch standard definition, I think uh, last year did we not stream that on our Facebook page? We did. I don't know if you got the audio that we had with it, but I did not. I will make uh, sure that happens this year. Perhaps there's a way to to splice the audio so oh, that yeah. we get both those in there. So. We'll figure that out. You you have to pain yourself by watching <laughs> standard definition. Although that being said, I probably look better in standard definition than I do in HD.
1: Yeah, oh, so. well, I probably do too. So. <laughs> so although I don't, fortunately, I don't think they panned on us very much,
0: which is probably okay. <laughs> yeah, that's probably okay. So uh, so look forward to that. Uh, we also have our typical summer programming for mm-hmm. parks recreation. I our folks have really gotten creative and done some really good uh, programming this year. Do you? Um, have a, any sampling of anything, or do we so, need to pause this and do a quick look up on our? <laughs>
1: no, I know that last week they just got done with um, it was kind of gamers like esports, e-sports week, yeah. and they actually did it in conjunction with Wright State um, and their esports club. So it's it's kind of a shift in some of our typical programming, but it, right. it's really neat how they are just encompassing other other age groups and, and other areas. And this week uh, they're doing stuff with Choose to Love, um, Great. and it's a Member of Spark, uh, she she does. I think her name's Ariel. She does cooking as well as um, other things within the community. So they've just kind of partnered with a lot of a lot of stuff like that. Um, but you can find out more information on on the website. Uh, there's a a link on the main homepage uh, for all of our parks information.
0: And there's been really a, a shift to try to get more programming for. You know, I think a lot of times we can get the little kids mm-hmm. uh, programming, get stuff for bigger kids and adults but kind of missed the middle there, which is the teenagers. I know we've had a lot of folks asking for teenage programming and I give our parks right. some credit because they've really done a lot to help, uh, help do that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, the YMCA in the, in the Dayton region gives out a free membership for seventh and eighth graders. Yeah. So if your child is going into the seventh or eighth grade uh, coming up this, this year, they are eligible for a free membership through the YMCA. Uh, and I think you just go and sign up and they, they take you. So if you're looking to get your teenager off their phone and out in the real world, which I know is uh, having a teen, you know a couple of teenagers and myself is difficult, yeah. uh, it's a great way to help uh, get them active. And the YMCA does a great job in, in Fairborn.
1: They do, and it's nice because I mean I've got a 13 year old, and he can walk to the Y and go swimming, play racquetball, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> get out of the house for a little bit, and you know off of his computer. So it's get some physical activity. Yeah, it's a good time.
0: So let's uh, – I want to start with something that we started last time. This is going to be a recurring event, and that is, is Maple Avenue finished? <laughs> <laughs> right? Is Maple Avenue finished? So uh, we looked up some information prior to a, a work session we had this week, and I think the first meeting we had with the public about anything to do with Maple was way back in February of 2018. This is crazy. So we were more than four years four later. Years and we're still working on Maple Avenue. Now, if you've listened to anything we've talked about, Maple, there's a reason for that. And it's not because we don't have the money and not because we aren't paying people, not because we want to drag this out as long as we can. There's certain funding and other things in place. But we just can't seem to catch a break with, regard, with in this um, market because, you know, supplies are low, workforce is low. Uh, we learned today that uh, concrete is at a <laughs> premium. So as we're trying to put curbs and put the multipurpose path in, yep we're limited on the amount of, of material we can get at one time.
1: 14 yards. Which wouldn't
0: do a driveway. Uh, no, I mean, that's, that's like, not enough to do a
1: driveway. Uh, yeah. We're limited to 14 yards a day. Right. For concrete. So we hope to,
0: we hope to <laughs> have that project completed by September. Uh, the running gag, at least in the city building is which will get done first, the new high school. Right. Or Maple Avenue. Uh, so, you know, if you're, if you want to try to take that, take those odds and figure out which one, you probably it's 50-50 at this point. Yeah. It seems like anyway,
1: because the high school's moving. They sure
0: are. They're flying, <laughs> flying. So the answer to the question is no. Maple Avenue is not completed. Uh, hopefully, as we continue to record these, we'll get we'll get further and further along. But we just can't catch a break there. And
1: well, half of Maple's done. Tough.
0: Half of Maple. That's right. The first phase has been completed for <laughs> a, two years now. So we've we finished a portion of it. So. Uh, so that'll be a fun little segment as Maple Avenue done. I want to ask you, I've a couple things I want to talk. I want to ask you some trivia questions. And you may have seen my notes. so You know the answers, but uh, just some demographics of Fairborn. Okay. Did you know stuff? Ooh. Do you know what the population of Fairborn is in 2021?
1: So I know we were at 33,650 right. something, but we increased with the recent census data. We did. But I don't know the whole number. I know it's up to over 34,000.
0: 34,620. So we're almost 1,000 residents. Wow, all right. Yeah, which is, I think we're one of the only communities in Green County that showed growth. And I think we had the most growth in Green County.
1: I think it was 6%? Uh, Yeah,
0: 6%. So, And I guess to go along with that, then I'll ask you this other question. What do you think the median age is in Fairbairn? So what do you think the, uh, I hate to say the average because all the math nerds would be like, that's not the median um, but <laughs> so what?
1: We're not math nerds, so I know, it's okay, uh, right? I'm
0: a, I'm not a nerd of any kind. I'm just a, <laughs> know, a city manager. But what is? Do you have any idea what the median age is? So that that is the the, middle, is the number, middle number if you looked at all of our ages. What do you think the median age is of Fairborn?
1: So I think it's between like what, 35 and 40. You would think. Like, you now right? you you would think we'd all skew.
0: Most communities would skew high, high right? Because yeah. of the baby boomers and. I mean, it's just 34.4 years, oh, so and it's up a little bit. Last time, I, I think two years ago when I checked, it was at 33, so our population wow. is shifting up. And I think a lot of that has to do with Wright State, right, because a lot of those folks, kids when they're in school, live in Fairborn. Right. and I think that skews our number down slightly, but I don't think it skews it enough mm-hmm. to have that significant impact. So we're, we're a younger community. Um, I didn't look up our surrounding uh, neighbors. I probably should have, yeah. have for a little huh. context, but... To me that seems a little young. 34.4 seems like we're a little young. That is young. So.
1: At least that 41 that seems young.
0: Right. Right? So I, you know, it's anyway, that's our median age. So Which did you know?
1: I, I did. Yeah, I did not. I did not know that. Obviously if, if I said 35. But I think it's interesting because you know, when I look at a lot of the comments that we receive on social media, it's not within that age bracket. Right. That's right. You know, it's a lot it's a lot older and you know, not that that's a bad thing, right? but when that's the focus and that's all that people see and hear, you know, there's an entire other group demographic of people that, you know, are are also in the mix that we have to make sure that we uh, are doing things for and right. having conversations with.
0: And so it goes to the strategy that we always, or the question that we always try to ask ourselves is, how do we notify people when things happen? How do we reach folks that maybe don't have Facebook? Right. God bless them, they don't have Facebook. How do we reach those folks? How do we reach folks that don't read the newspaper or don't come to the website? What's the way to do that? Um, Which is why we've done some different social media things, right? So talk about our new social media channels that we've done. We hired another intern to kind of help out. We (laughs) We have have a new, new person on board, a Fairborn resident, to help us pull that together. Yeah, so
1: we are starting to do more on Instagram with our Instagram stories. Instagram has kind of been one of those channels that we have. But that's about it. Right. So um, Emily is her name. She's going to start doing some more just inf- uh, information, but m- in a more creative way that caters to the audience we have on Instagram. Right. And then we also have a TikTok channel, which if <laughs> you don't know that, now you do. Uh, so check right. us out uh, on TikTok if you're on that platform.
0: What's our handle on TikTok?
1: At City of Fairborn. At City of Fairborn. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and and we really hope to do uh things that are relevant to the TikTok world. So <laughs> <laughs> if, if you show it to some people, they may say well, that's, I don't know that we should be doing that, but right. it's just a different, what's the word swagger that we have <laughs> right. to have right. maybe, you know, it's the cool thing about social media is that each network has its own kind of language and personality, right? And what works on Facebook, it won't work on Twitter, it won't work on Instagram, and and it certainly won't work on TikTok. So we have to cater to those different audiences because they're all different. Right. Um, you know, TikTok's primarily the younger ones. and And one of the goals that we have for that is to show the younger population within our community that government can be fun. Right. And not only that, that this is a place that they may want to eventually work at. But also that there's a whole life to Fairborn that they may not have even known about. So it's right. it's really a way to kind of educate, have some fun, and reach a demographic that we've not currently reached before.
0: And you know, a lot of we do some things differently here that most communities don't do on purpose. I mean, we do that be, for a specific reason. Right. And a lot of folks give us some grief about you know that's a waste of money, waste of taxpayers time and effort in my opinion it's all marketing oh yeah right everything we do is marketing and how we convey the message is marketing and so i think from that standpoint what i would say to folks that have that criticism is okay boomer like right it's <laughs> like, right it's it's uh, i get your the, you think it's a waste of time and effort i right. i respect that right i'm not trying sure. to belittle that opinion but in our opinion it's marketing and we're trying to reach the demographic from the, the lowest number to the highest number yep and so that requires us to do things a little differently. Now we also do things that are fun mm-hmm. because we're trying to show people that we're not this stodgy city. Right. Yep. And so to me, the best friends thing that we did was hilarious <laughs> that was so uh, much fun. <laughs> and we had a great time with it. And you know, it didn't cost the city any more money than it normally would. And we're nope. not wasting taxpayers dollars. It just shows that we have a lighter side. Right. Uh, and I think a lot of social media pages and accounts that are, can show a lighter side, I think get a bigger following.
1: Yeah. And you know, one of the, the things when I got here was I don't want us to feel governmental. Right. I don't want us to look governmental. I mean, that's what we are, but we don't, we don't have to be right. You know, I mean, there's stuff like, you know, we talk about carrying the mail. There's stuff we have to do every day that is more professional and governmental, but you know, my goodness, we're humans that work here. So let's have some fun and show the community that We're human just like you are.
0: Yeah, we don't just come in and plug into the desk and sit there for eight hours, unplug and go home and plug in, right? I mean it's not not what we do. We're goofy.
1: Yeah, we are. We are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which sometimes that's good, sometimes it's not. But we and I think the what we're trying to show is we don't take ourselves too seriously, right? So uh, and I've said that pretty much everywhere I've been is you know, if we show that we don't take ourselves too seriously, we still command respect from people, but at the same time we're not You know, we're not uh, the typical government, right? Right. Which is what we're ultimate goals we're trying to show.
1: Because we're going for. Yeah.
0: Let's get back to some of our things coming up. So June is Pride Month. It is Pride Month. uh, And the Diversity Inclusion Committee has a pretty cool event that they're putting on. You want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So it'll be, this is an online event this year. um, And you can, I think, register for it. It's via Zoom if you want to be a part of it. Um, but they're going to be doing the entire uh, presentation on how to be an ally to your LGBTQ plus child, um, so it's it's kind of geared towards parents or uh, you know grandparents or guardians that you know have a child or maybe even know a child that uh, is in that uh, kind of demographic of people that that's what they identify as. Right. And you know I think it's a it's a great opportunity to. So the community that, you know, we're here for all, period.
0: Right. I mean, I, one of the missions of the city is to look after the health, safety, and general welfare of the community, right? I think that's probably in our mission or in our in our charter. So people will probably ask, well, why is the city promoting something like that? Because it looks after the health, safety, and welfare of right. a portion of our community. And we're not going to not, we're not going to exclude them. Correct. Um, and we want to be the city for all people, right? I mean, that's the way you build better cities is to build for everybody. Right. That's not going to be a popular opinion from some folks, but, you know, if, if uh, we, again, we need to be something for all people, not just some. Yeah.
1: So, and we'll, we'll be highlighting various, you know, ways that people can support the LGBTQ community and, um, you know, just things that are are important for us as residents, as humans to keep in mind. Uh, so as Pride Month uh, continues, we'll be making a, an intentional focus on some of those things. So be looking out yeah. for it. Great.
0: Uh, let's get to a couple things. June is also PTSD Awareness Month. Yeah. Um, as you know, as a military town, we have a lot of veterans, uh, some of which I'm sure struggle with PTSD. It's the reason why our city council voted to ban fireworks or yeah. continue to ban fireworks in Fairborne, even though the state allows folks to set them off. Uh, Because we're trying to look after that population, right? right? I mean, it's, uh, it could have been easy for us to say, well, I'm sorry the state allows that to happen, but it's in order to protect people. We felt like that was the best way to go.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, that's, that's a huge trigger. I mean, I'm, I'm not personally triggered by the fireworks, but I also haven't been through what a lot of these men and women have been through uh, that were in the wars and different uh, situations that, a simple firework can, you know, really throw them into a loop. Um, right. So I think for us, it's the least we can do for, you know, that population by saying, hey, just a reminder, don't set off your fireworks every day of the year.
0: <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I mean, it's it's not like we're looking to be the fireworks police right. in Fairbourn. We're not going to send our police department door to door rooting out fireworks. But if you're shooting fireworks off at 2 in the morning, we're probably going to pay you a visit <laughs> yeah. just because that's disrespectful to your neighbors, number one. And yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Right. I mean, that's yeah. you know, celebrate as much as you want. But my goodness, there have to be limits. Right. And so that's the reason why we have that ban in place. not to we're not looking to in any way root out fireworks in Fairborne. Right. If you're being respectful and it's a normal time of day and you know, you're not being a nuisance to your neighbors, we probably aren't going to take your fireworks away. We may stop and say, hey, this is getting out of hand and we've got some complaints, uh, but we're not looking to take them away from you. Right. We're
1: not going to ruin their fun. Right. Well. Unless it's every day. <laughs> right. That's relative, right?
0: <laughs> so, okay. So that's good. Um, let's talk about a, a pressing issue that that's really causing a uh, some concern, and that's just the ability to hire yeah. uh, our police and firefighters. So we've been blessed to have a lot of folks that have worked here for 25-plus years. Uh, those folks have decided that it's time to retire, which work. I am jealous and uh, <laughs> of, of some of that. Right? I mean, it's, right. love it, good for them. And so they've decided that they want to end their career in the in the fire service or police service, right. uh, and we have been desperately trying to backfill those positions and just having a hard time.
1: Yeah, and it's you know it's not it's not one of those or either one of the police or fire professions that are ones that people are really looking forward to go into anymore. Um right. so it's it's kind of becoming harder and harder to to find those things, but we are still hiring. So if you know somebody that right wants to do that for a living. And it's can even so,
0: it. so in the with regard to police officers, we've actually changed our hiring tactic a bit okay. to where we used to require you to have already been through the police academy and get certified before we will bring you on. We've changed that now, just to be competitive. To where, if we identify somebody that wants to do this, we will pay for them to go to the academy, pay them as an employee while they're there, and then bring them on once they're once they're done. Which is going to cost us a little bit more money on the front end, right? Uh, but probably a better way to to secure people that, that want to do it. So again, you're right. If if you know of somebody that wants to be either the police or fire service, uh, please look us up. We are always looking for people. There are currently a handful of positions in both. Uh, both divisions that need to be filled. So, we are constantly recruiting, um, and the on the horizon there's more people that are looking to retire. So, <laughs> we're, we're we have the benefit of having a lot of knowledge on the one end that's been here for a long time, yep. and a lot of youngsters on the other end that uh, are looking to uh, hopefully stay in the service. Some folks right. just they don't want to do it and get out. Uh, so we're we've got a bubble there in the middle where uh, yeah. we don't have a lot of folks that are, that are in that tween years.
1: Yeah and they're very young looking when they come in. Yes. I'm like, oh, I'm old. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, That's right. It certainly doesn't make me feel any younger.
0: And, and, you know, our chief, we'll have probably both the chiefs on this uh, program at some point as we continue to do this. Yeah. But, you know, it's we have uh, great workforces, good people that work there. Okay. I, I think it's, you know, it's a, di- a diverse group on mm-hmm. both cases. So, um, you know, and I've, they seem to have a lot of fun. I, you know, in the ride along I did, Five, five years, years ago now, yeah. believe it. Uh, we had a lot of good, t- a lot of fun. It was, you know, it's hard work, uh, and a lot of times when you have that hard work, when you're downtime there, you got to kind of have some fun to kind of offset the, right. the grind. So, definitely worthwhile. Yeah, they're good people. The uh, last thing on our list here is we are. Uh, let's talk about ARPA. Yeah. Uh, American Rescue Plan Amendment, right? Maybe somebody will correct. I'll Take us your word for it. Whatever. It's the federal stimulus, second round of federal stimulus money with regard to the COVID pandemic, and we received both of our allocations. The city received $6.8 million in ARPA funds, and so our city council at their next meeting on the 21st, which is Tuesday, uh, are going to adopt a, uh, a list of projects that we are going to uh, hopefully fund with the ARPA. On the next episode, we'll go through those projects in a little more detail and talk about what they are, what we hope to accomplish with them, but... If what I will say is, if you are a nonprofit and you had some losses due to COVID, uh, you can. The application window is open now through Green County. We have partnered with Green County on the application process. Green County has dedicated a million dollars in ARPA funds for nonprofits. We are going to allocate an additional half million, so one point five million, for uh, potentially for nonprofits that need assistance. So. If you are one of those nonprofits, please uh, go through the application. It's open the rest of the month, mm-hmm. open until June 30th at 5 p.m. We will then close the first round of applications, do an evaluation of those, uh, and fund the ones that we can fund from there. The good news that we, we were able to partner with the county is they have a third party that's taking the applications and doing the review. So that will be helpful because uh, we aren't necessarily in the business of, of doing that. We're not great mm-hmm. at doing those things. So it'll be helpful for us to have a third party that's going to do that and make a recommendation.
1: Yeah, and they can you can find the information on the website again. It's on the it's on the homepage. You just scroll down into like the news links area, and you'll you'll see the information in the link to Green County to apply.
0: Yeah, and please apply. I mean, even if you don't think you added something that qualified, please apply. I'd rather you apply and not get it than not apply and be eligible and miss out. So uh, what we'll do is we'll see how far this first allocation goes. If there's additional monies, uh, then We'll probably do a second round of applications and have folks apply again uh, if you didn't get to apply the first time, or we'll, we'll figure that out and, right. and keep going. But uh, that's a lot of money that, that can be in folks' pockets that do great work. Uh, I know some folks who came to our uh, open houses uh, really have some good stories on stuff that they do that really benefit a lot of folks in Fairborn. So yeah. I want to make sure they get their opportunity to apply for that. So Episode 2 in the books. It is in the books. What are we What are we missing here?
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't
0: think anything. So I'll put out this request. If anybody that has listened to this podcast or um, has any suggestions on topics they'd like to see, uh, anything they'd like to include, we want to have more fun with this than we do the, the government ops one. We'll get back to that and start recording those episodes soon. But uh, that's going to be a little more dry. Uh, we'll have a little bit of fun, but it's more informational there. This is right. informational, but also a little more upbeat and fun. If there's some fun stuff that you'd like to know or like to have us uh, try to dive into, we'd be glad to keep it as, you know, let's be above board here. We're rated PG <laughs> here. We're not going to, you know, get all crazy here, but we would love to uh, cater to what you'd like to see. So if there's okay. some information you want to see uh, we, we start to have some guests on here. I would think in the next couple episodes, yep. some some folks that maybe aren't city employees that maybe would like to uh, like to come off. you. If you would like to be a guest, and, you know, you have an axe to grind or don't have an axe to grind, please, we want to have you on the show. Yeah, even uh, better. I mean, Tell yeah. your friends, you know. Absolutely. Let's <laughs> let's get into a debate. Let's <laughs> let's debate right here on the podcast. Uh, so if you know, or if you have a suggestion for somebody you think it would be wonderful to be on here, <laughs> let us know that too, and we'd be glad to reach out and see if they'd want to do it. <laughs> so, and Megan, anything that I'm forgetting?
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, I hope we have another rumor other than Maple Avenue next time, but...
0: Well, I mean, the, I feel the, like if we're going to record this every <laughs> two weeks. We've got several months of <laughs> several pop, several podcast episodes that we oh, can goodness. talk about that.
1: Yeah. Oh, the city building will be closed on Monday.
0: That's right. Juneteenth is Monday. It's the first uh, time we will celebrate that federal yep. holiday. Uh, so we will be closed on Monday. Yeah. I'm back open on Tuesday, which is why our city council meeting will be moved to Tuesday as well. Yeah. So great. Megan, appreciate it as always. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is... Been uh, the Rumor Hazard Podcast, episode two. We hope to get more than 158 downloads. That'd be sweet. We the first time, and uh, yeah. we'll see you around town.
1: Yeah.